Welcome to D3 Nation, now don't you change the station, oh lord knows it has just begun. We're talking all the motivation from years of dedication, discovering who's number one. The fight is never done, you gotta dig down inside for who you're destined to be. The war is never won, so talk it out with your host, Gennaro and Welcome back, Division Three wrestling fans, to the podcast. Again, we appreciate everyone tuning in and the support for Division Three wrestling. We got a big time guest on today. We're going to Ohio today for our guest, and we have none other than Baldwin Wallace, head coach, Coach Jamie Gibbs, coming off of banner year and he's been doing a great job um and you know we have an interesting perspective as uh since we we were student athletes we were wrestlers when coach gibbs took over the program and um and then obviously got to the coaching circuit uh at waynesburg so we kind of saw from the the ground up what he's done there and it's been it's been amazing um and uh yeah coach we're really happy to have you on and obviously all the accolades and honors this year well deserved yeah, I appreciate it, guys. I'm uh, looking forward to spending the next uh, little bit with you guys and appreciate you having me on. Yeah, so um, so also we'll get, get to your story. Obviously, you've had a, a few stops. It was fun doing some research. I didn't I didn't realize all the coaching stops you had with the Iowa connection and some programs you're connected to. So excited to talk about those. But let's talk about this year. We have to um, obviously uh, amazing season. Um, you guys were in the thick of it, uh, going into it as national title contenders, obviously Augsburg put a squash on that first place a little bit after that first session, but, um, you guys were right in the thick of it to take second, um, and just missed out by a half point, but to get a team trophy, um, have a national champ, uh, another national finalist, another, I mean, just outstanding stuff. So talk about the year, how it kind of unfolded. I know there were some guys that came into your lineup kind of second semester, so it was definitely um, a transformation of your lineup from the November to March. Yeah. Um, no, it was a monumental uh, season for us, you know, bringing home a trophy for the first time in, in school history. And um, we are just able to, you know, after we've had some, we've been close with, with the number of qualifiers, right. And just haven't been able to, to get it done at the national tournament. And, you know, coach Zastra has really been hammering on the guys about every point matters and those bonus points. And, you know, we, we, we were able to get that done early, uh, the D in the mix of things, um, capitalizing and getting some of those bonus points. And, um, yeah, our guys, I, I think, uh, you could really see the growth and the development and the team coming together as the year went on. And um, some of those guys just showed up in our lineup, but I mean, some of that was by plan. All of it was by plan just because that was the best thing for those guys um, with where they were at in their journey with whether it be academics or um, injury related stuff, but you know, they were always integral parts in the day to day and, um, a lot of those, so, so there was a lot of communication um, going back from last year, going into this year. So there, there was no, never really any questions there. It was just putting it all together um, at the right time. Yeah, and yes. um, go, go ahead, Jay. No, I'll just uh, 
you know, uh, me and coach had a good conversation. I ran to him at TOCs um, and um, kind of getting like the monkey, I guess, off your back a little bit. Again, that team trophy going into the year. Like, did you see that the potential? Like, did you guys could have this run like this? Or is it a matter of just like breaking down the door, like getting getting over the hump and now, you know, watch out for what's next? You know, so the last couple of years, you know, and I mean, back going back to 2018 and, you know, maybe we didn't have the firepower, but we've had the qualifiers and just, you know, trying to put it together at the right time, the right day. And thought we were pretty darn good last year, ended up eighth and, and you know, had a couple of finalists and just um, with some really good guys, you know, not become all Americans. And I don't know, does that put us in that conversation? It gets us closer, right? Um <laughs> And then, uh, so yeah, I think we, I think we really believed, uh, going into this year, you're, you're bringing, um, you know, your two finalists back and, uh, you're, you're bringing a couple other, uh, returning national qualifiers and, and, you know, giving opportunities for guys to step up. So you hope that that's happening. And, um, so yeah, I think, yeah, all, all the stuff that you're saying is true. It's good to get monkey off our back but um at the same time you know it's been a it's been a goal it's been a, a vision to 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 go get this done and you know so i think it feels good for the guys and you know just being that close and you know half, i think we were one point out of second place and um still you like you said a ways away from being uh from from augsburg who you know just really they were impressive man they really were yeah, they they Roanoke might be uh, their favorite spot for nationals after their. <laughs> How about it? How about it? Keep let's let's keep them out of there, right? No. Yeah, but uh, no, <laughs> those guys do a great well job. Uh, uh, you know, it's easy to say like, yeah, you know, you want easy success, quick success, but you know, it's definitely you know a marathon, not a sprint. And I feel like you guys definitely have been trending that way for a while. I mean, you guys have had great showings at national duels. Um, I mean, every year at national duels you guys have finished top five i believe right for the last six years yeah for the last six years we've been we've been uh uh you know uh we've we've placed at, at the national duels so um we've had some very competitive teams and we've had the qualifiers we've had you know just yeah haven't been able to get you know guys haven't been able to uh you know break through so to speak and um yeah it's kind of fun watching it and see it come to come to fruition but definitely yeah definitely um it's been a long time coming and i think for you now i mean it's just going to keep growing and recruit i mean you always recruited really well and now i mean on the mat on the national level i mean watch out so no it's great stuff yeah and, and it's you. uh it's definitely uh an interesting though because sometimes the way d3 is sometimes it's hard to break through at the regional level you know like with the with the allocations being how they are and the regionals sometimes can be pretty tough and you guys are in a tough regional and you guys definitely had the recipe for it like you were getting guys there it was just a yeah. matter of of figuring out i think i think also like for you guys too like 2022 getting getting doug burn back into your lineup that was huge um that was huge that was that was huge you know he was ranked um, in the country when we had to shut him down last year um you know and it, it, yeah he 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 was big he was really big yeah so getting, proven and making that you know jaden hit and take making that big 
that big jump as well. Yeah, Man, he I mean, was impressive this year. Wow. Because it's funny you say that. Sorry to go off topic a little bit, Ant. But uh, well, I'm in the conference with West Lib, and and their their 33 pounders really tough. And when he, I think he might have majored him at John Sumer in the finals. That's Scolo. Yeah. That Scolo actually, he finished sixth in D2. I don't even know. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So Jaden like, certainly oh, had some big time wins this year. Yeah, when I was talking to Ant after I saw like Ant, I'm like, he's definitely a national title contender at the D3 level. And he was right there. You know, he had a crazy match with uh, the York kid. Um, yeah. Well, he split with him this year. You know, he, he beat him up uh, the first time and, you know, hats off to, to to the York guy. I mean, that guy's veteran competitor and and, and really savvy. And uh, man, Yeah, very together. savvy. Very savvy. Yeah. He is, man. <laughs> Was really he Jonesy on him twice? Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's very, very crafty. He's in, obviously he works at our conference, so we saw him a good bit. And uh, crafty when you're on the legs, just knew kind of how to get a lead, kind of you know get one late. Because Hinton had kind of that run late, and then and then he snags <laughs> a takedown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. They executed a great game game plan. That guy is, you know, his wrestling IQ is pretty, pretty, pretty good, and. um yeah, man, he wrestled a great match. Hats off to him. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I think early on D three two G the the kind of talk finish up with Hinton, but like he had a great win. I mean, he knocked off Perelka pretty early, who's returning finalist. So he jumped into the rankings, and then again, also amazing jump. Yeah, I remember um, that was out west, right? That was was that North Central tournament? North Central, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I North remember that too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, again, a big jump from him getting getting big points from him, Byrne coming back in, and then obviously everyone knew coming in about Decatur and Petrella. And, uh, you know, being at the University of Iowa, we know Petrella pretty well and um, uh, always great battles with him. And, um, you know, obviously tough to see him beat our guy in the semis. Absolutely. But, <laughs> but, but we knew we knew going into it, it was going to be a war, and it was a war. Um, and then that was, uh, that was a great match. That was, that was incredible. It was I think it was like a one-one match, but it didn't seem like that because there was so much action. And then yeah. he gets that take then on the edge. I mean, that was that was one of the better semifinal matches. That was a really good one. Yeah. So I'm sure from you though, from your perspective, awesome to see a guy like that, hard worker, you know, finally get on top of the podium. Um, so why don't you speak about Patrol a little bit uh before we move forward? Yeah. Uh we just had our banquet and and uh when when he was being talked about, I mean his freshman year, um, he, he came in during COVID and we had this guy named Tanner McHugh, who, who uh, was a multi-year starter for us and um, tough kid from Pennsylvania. And, uh, you know, Michael had some growing to do um, and he just, man, he really matured and had the unbelievable off season. And I, uh, I just remember talking to one of my assistants um, last summer and said, I've been my 22, 23 years of coaching. I just don't know if I've ever had somebody so dominant in the room. Um, and so he's, he's just got, uh, he, he's got a motor. He's got a, uh, just loves to compete. His attitude when he competes is uh, he just really enjoys competing. I think a lot of times he's, I love watching him compete. He just, 
he, he's uh he's friendly with the guys before and after he's friendly with the coaches and it's it's, it's just different than my makeup right and I, so I think he's been healthy for the program and just you talk about true competitors that that's him he, he just uh he needs competing in his life and uh it's not about the wins and losses it, it, it is but he just he, he wants to compete he wants to compete yeah that's i mean he can't really beat that you can't teach that you know you can teach him a single high crotch whatever right. but you gotta want it and it seems like he wants it and kind of you know, i think it was hit on a little bit last year when he took second in the country i don't know if it was hit on as much this year winning it but his dad was a champ of baldwin wallace as well yeah he was he was our uh he was baldwin wallace's very first uh national wow. champion Isn't that cool, cool. That so get cool. this yeah, i got an even better story for for about his dad so his dad in 1978 right 1978 he was uh, uh baldwin wallace won the ncaa uh, football championship and okay. his dad his dad was the mvp of the defense so he was a defensive mvp and then i believe that winner won the won the national championship in in, in wrestling at 176 wow. pounds then i think he was third his senior year i mean I, I might have that wrong but uh so he yeah, was a true sport athlete at ball and wallace yeah. wow <laughs> talk about a stud national caliber right right that's awesome. So was was uh, when he won, were they were you guys D three then? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Correct. You know, back when uh, guy guy uh, Jim Trussell and his dad was uh, was our coach then. Guy named Lee Trussell, who, who's, who's legendary around here. The Trussells like the ones that were out of Ohio State. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. yeah so look so. at that. And and uh, there's more to uh, Ball and Wallace than just wrestling. There you go. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, is, it is a very competitive conference. The OAC is very good conference, and I'm, I'm sure we'll dive into that later. Um, but as the whole athletics department is very good too. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, over over the years, not just wrestling, you guys have done pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. Our baseball team is uh, crushing it, and yeah, yeah. The the support is here. Um, the location is here, and. Um, it, it's it, the academics are here and so it's uh it's a place where you know you can provide great athletic experiences and you know to to launch careers and um, yeah. be competitive you know from, from through through sport and stuff so um, our women's basketball team crushes it year in and year out I mean she she's incredible um our football team's got a long long tradition track and field team's been you know brought home a national um championship uh so yeah there's there's been a lot of success and i'm probably missing some 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 teams and that's not a, that's not a, a dig yeah on we've got an awesome department and unbelievable coaches here and um got some exciting things going on on campus and within the department too so and cleveland brown's training camp is there as well yeah so interesting right so it it, it it is, but it isn't. So our okay. where our strength where our strength and conditioning uh, building is. Um, so that that building houses our football team. So all the coaches' offices, the lacrosse, the two lacrosse teams, all their offices there, and the two locker rooms, and then the the athletic weight room is is over there. It used to be the Browns' offices, and so really? uh, yeah, it was the Browns' offices. I, 
probably over 20 years ago. And um, I think it was dorms. Right when I first got here, it was dorms. And then they transitioned it into that probably like my second or third year here. And so right behind that is um, a turf uh, practice field for lacrosse and and uh, for lacrosse and soccer. And that used to be their practice field. Now, fast forward to what they have now, there's like four blocks. You go right from there and you go about four blocks down the street. Um, you can walk right into the gates when it's open of four outdoor fields and then an indoor complex uh, for, for the Browns. You know, we're probably Very two cool. and a half, three and a half miles from the airport. So I think the location makes sense for them. Right. And so yeah. when it's training camp time, they will uh, the park, you know, at our university and you'll see all the fans walking down and sweet. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Go ahead. Ant. Yeah, no. So I definitely want to jump into um, kind of your, your, your background a little bit, which also you've been a mainstay in the Ohio scene of wrestling, but I don't think a lot of people know about your Iowa connection and, you know, you competed at Co college, which is D- division three powerhouse, a perennial powerhouse. Um, so you were at Co. Um, you had spent some time at Wisconsin lacrosse as well. Another, another great program. So I want to get into your Midwest ties a little bit and, um, you know, talk about your experiences out there. Yeah, I had an awesome experience. Uh, so, so I started off at Iowa Central, um, and then, you know, ended up at, at Coe College, graduated from there and, um, started off there right after graduation as a part-time assistant. And then, went to the University of Wisconsin lacrosse and was a GA there and then got hired as uh, Co's first ever full-time assistant wrestling coach was there for, I believe four years full-time and then went down to a place called UNC Pembroke division two school um, down in North Carolina was there for five years. Um, and then I believe in the 2011 slash 12 season, I, I came and took over Baldwin Wallace. So yes, I had absolutely awesome experiences. I mean, that conference is, is, uh, is incredible like no other. And I've had some unbelievable uh, mentors and uh, just really strong leaders that um, probably the reason I coach today with, with coach uh, Ostendorp and coach uh, Atwater at co. And, um, and then of course, uh, guy named Tim Fader, who's at uh, Eau Claire right now. Uh, so I was going to say he was at lacrosse when you were there. Yeah, yeah okay. they were, in their, you know, they, they were rolling that, you know, I think every year he was there, he was a top four uh, trophy team. And um, yeah, so it, it, two, two very distinguished uh, coaches and leaders and, and two very unique and different uh, in terms of, <laughs> in terms of their, their, uh, leadership styles and coaching styles. But uh, so, I, I mean, I, I couldn't be more grateful f- for that uh, diversity, right? Because um, I was able to, you know, pick up things uh, f- from, from each of them, but they both just been extremely uh, instrumental in, in my coaching and my development and who I am today. Great mentors, really good mentors to have. That's, that's awesome. Well, curious. What made you cut? Was it just because UNC Pembroke was a head coaching job? Is that why you went from Midwest to there? Because it's not around the block in those two schools. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 100%. Yep, 
Yep. No, that, that, that was it. And so while I was a young assistant at co believe it or not. So I, I was a finalist for uh, a lot of people probably don't know this. I was a finalist at, at the university of Dubuque and John McGovern still there. And then I uh, <laughs> was a, was a finalist at, at Wabash and Brian Anderson is still there. So, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. uh, pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how everything comes together. And UNC Perrex, uh, uh Coach OT's done a great job building that program up. They're they're, uh, they're pretty tough now, D two wise. But yeah, so, so when you went, so Coach went, OT is my was my assistant the whole. Oh, the whole he was time. your assistant. Okay, the whole okay. time I was there, uh, he's one of my dear, dear, dear friends. Um, there, our families are are very close, and we still get together. You know, as much as we can, and that's how we got him to come up and duel us this year. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Well, it's it's funny you say that because, um, you know, people don't really understand the correlation sometimes between D3, D2, and D1 wrestling. It's like so close in so many ways, but people kind of forget about that. And I was looking at Pembroke's schedule, and they were like 9-1. and one. And I was like, dang, they're pretty tough this year. Who they lost to? And then I saw they lost to you guys. Right. <laughs> so they lost to you guys. And then they ended up losing to Lander. Lander's another new up and coming program down south. They're very good. They were runner up. You too. But yeah, it's, it's funny. Yeah, I OT's the he uh, he's the NWCA rep for D two. Oh. Uh, I, I I didn't get to really talk with him. He he ran the meeting out national. It seems like seems like a great guy. Um, looking forward to make future conversations and talking with him and stuff but yeah he seems awesome so that's cool yep and i could you know we continue to learn from each other and uh he he is uh he, he is an outstanding guy sweet so yeah and go, from, go ahead I was, I was just gonna say too uh, pembroke before you jump on there they also go down to citrus um so they definitely get some division three crossover and some yep. some really good division three crossover and uh and and they've had they they've had success down at citrus they they usually have a pretty good showing down there so so yeah credit credit to that coach to kind of putting egos aside and and competing against some really good teams in division three yeah well and uh again another little tidbit is um our uh our graduate assistant is is uh was a was a heavyweight uh, national qualifier for for Pembroke, and so it's kind of how we, you know, got got him was was through Coach uh, Johnson's recommendation. See the big white dude. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was tough. I remember watching him. Um, that's that's awesome. Yeah, hey, and that he's, he's, wrestling's is so funny like that. Um, the connections, the small community. I mean, besides seeing you at TOCs. Um, I saw like probably a million people there I knew. And it's just kind of cool how I think that's what makes our sport unique. And I think that which makes it really special at the same time where you have those connections running the people and everyone's, you know, uh, willing to help each other out in great community. Um, I've I've heard athletic directors say it's, it's so weird how wrestling is so interconnected uh, that, I've heard that a handful of times and no few guys have had, but I, I think you're right. It's a, I think that's really well said. I actually never heard that before, but that's, I I don't think you could say it better than that. I think that's, that's a a great way to put it. Um, So then, you know, Pembroke, you know, you were there for a little bit, building it up and where it's at now, but what made you, what way Bowling Wallace catch your eye um, 
to take this job and kind of go from there? Yeah, a couple of things. Um, my, my wife is from Iowa as well. She, she's a co-graduate. And uh, if you know a little bit about um, the Pembroke area and, and Robinson County, uh, there just wasn't a lot of opportunities for her and her career and um, just wanted to get back to where, you, you know, the just wrestling was really important. Find a place where um, wrestling uh, could, 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 could be successful, a good place to raise my family, um, you know, had the potential to, to call home. I was never interested in just, you know, constantly chasing jobs and um, especially raising a family. You know, I, I got, I got, I got two boys now. And um, so those are some things. And uh, I think with BW's location, I, I didn't know much about BW. Um, at, at that point in time, I had a, a good friend of mine. Uh, in fact, Mike Whaler at, at, uh, at Mercyhurst said, hey, this is, he knew I was looking and said, hey, you should take a look at this and didn't know much about it and just kept an open mind. And uh, here, here, I am, here I am today. And yeah. so, but I think the location, like I said, the academics, the opportunities, um, it's, uh, it's very unique. Sweet. Yeah, shout out, Mike. We're a great guy. Great guy. I really respect him a lot. He's helped me a lot. Like my first year as a head coach at Fairmont State, always reaching out, making sure I'm good on things and just, you know, kind of BSing. And he's a really good dude. And, you know, uh, kind of a little off topic, but definitely have to give a shout out to him with that story. I don't know if you saw it. I was going to say that too, Jay. Yeah, I saw that article. That's Amazing. Story. Yeah, it has to be, it has to be mentioned. Uh, just a great man. Uh, the Shippensburg coach had like a medical emergency at nationals yeah. this year yeah yeah and he stepped up to the plate and coached his kid to uh like all-american status so like yeah. by the time yeah. he came that back is- he was an all-american and it just shows you the man he is and like how you uh put it earlier just the special community how everyone's tight-knit like that like i think that's really cool so definitely a shout out there to him um great guy um, yeah, that's, but- that's, that's the type of coach he is and i again talk about how interconnected it is I took the Pembroke job, right? The UNC Pembroke job. Um, and my athletic director said, Hey, this, this is, should be one of your first phone calls. He he's, he's now the head coach at, at West Liberty, but he was the graduate assistant here at Pembroke and, uh, everything this guy does, he does it the right way. And yeah. so he, he was my, he was my first phone call and that's where we've been, we've been, uh, friends ever since. That's awesome. Yeah, real cool. Yeah, you know, like I said, you have had some special mentors in your life. You know, he's he's a great one to have in your corner as well. So that, that's great. Um, so getting to Ball and Wallace now, what were the first steps for you for the rebuilding of this program, getting to where it is today? I think through my interview process, again, it was clear to me that if – we, we just really needed to bring value to the campus. We needed, you know, I think when I got here, there were six kids on the team um, and we got two off of football and only one of those kids stayed with it the next year, you know? So we were starting, we were, you know, we had to have three really big recruiting classes. So, you know, we needed to increase our visibility, create uh we did, we do a lot of communicating and educating to not only just our athletes, but administrators, faculty members, 
of the value that the sport of wrestling and wrestlers can, can bring to a campus community outside of, you know, just getting their hand raised. Right. And um, so that, that was a, that was a big mission and just tried to continue to give them reasons to, to invest in, in, in wrestling. Right. And so um, we're, we're at these enrollment driven institutions. And I think uh, sometimes as coaches that are so competitive and, and we lose sight of, of, you know, at the end of the day, this is a business, right? And so we had to continue to build, bring, bring value to, uh, um, and just be be more visible uh, and and bring value to the campus and get people talking about wrestling in, in a way that was was very positive. Yeah, uh, real smart. I mean, I, exactly too. I mean, besides you know, besides like you said getting up there, want to raise your family in a good air. Ohio is a great state for wrestling. I mean, one of the, I think one of the premier states of high school wrestling, um, you know, I know there's a lot of debates and everything. I would definitely say it's in the top five for sure. In my opinion, um, very good. Uh, you know, I, I, I had never been to uh, the high school state tournament. I heard it's an amazing event at, uh, at, I believe it's, is it at, uh, is it at Ohio state or is it, it's, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I heard Steen Center. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I heard amazing uh, things about that. I'm sure, and it seems like you re you really hit the ground running recruiting wise in Ohio. Yeah. Yep. Our uh, you know most of our roster is, is is Ohio and um again our location just does a lot for us. It gives the ability to go out and recruit outside of Ohio. Um, you know, we're, we're close to some great wrestling states as, as well. And, um, and I think the, the population here, you know, again, completely different to, than recruiting in Iowa, right. Where there's a boatload of division three, uh, schools and, and just wrestling schools and plus Wisconsin, Minnesota and Missouri and Illinois, so you're all fighting for the, for those same kids and the population just isn't there. You know, yeah, this isn't there. And we have our same battles here where, um, you know, we're same, same, same thing here, but, uh, I think, uh, I think you're right that, that, that the Northeast Ohio is just, um, it's, it's, it's a cool wrestling area. It really is. It's a, it's a cool wrestling area and there's talent here. And, um, I think there's, there's people that that want to be in this area that's important definitely and before uh go back to anthony if, in your opinion what was i don't know yes first result or first like milestone as you were building the program back up like all right we're doing this we're getting there <laughs> believe it or not um i don't know if i would call this a milestone probably not a milestone in my eyes okay but uh, a milestone in our in our program's eyes, which is why it probably is is important to me, was our, the, fir the first time our guys won, believe it or not, the John Suma tournament. Okay. Because because I guess there had been such a drought from 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 winning that, and it meant it meant the world to those families. It was it, it, it was uh, again just really bizarre, but uh, believe, believe it or not, that was. Uh, 
they, they were excited. And then, you know, winning our first conference championship and I, they, had, they had won a conference championship in 43 years, you know, really? Wow. Yeah, so we, 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 we've been able to win like seven out of the last eight. And so, um, you know, I think those are two milestones that stick out placing at the national duels. 1000% was yeah. in my eyes, um, you know, some, some, you know, even when we were in a region with um, when, when Messiah was just rolling. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. That was when yeah. you guys were still in the, the mid east right yes yes that was a tough because that's what i think that's when waynesburg was in i that was a gauntlet i mean even even for you whenever you moved because i think we moved with you guys too the central <laughs> region was just in yeah yeah no it's uh and then for people that don't know the john Sumer tournament is a tournament uh ball walls host every year yeah i'm sorry very competitive tournament wabash is usually there brock court's usually there uh, Waynesburg, you know, the PAC schools usually go, you know, you get a couple D2s. Um, so I know, I know Wheeling when they were really good, I think they're runner ups. They went, I think West Liberty might be, go, might go, uh, still to that event as well. So it's a very good event and you know, it's well said. And sometimes, you know, that's all you need. You just need that one thing and get it rolling. So that's cool. Yeah. It just seems like, you know, for me, it was always just, you know, it's, it's a home tournament. I get it. Kids are, are, excited for to, to, to wrestle at home but it just meant something to that 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 era of kids and where we were at in our development and instead of me poo-pooing it i tried to you know <laughs> support it and got excited yeah. for him but then it was that you know but yeah I, I just uh like what are we celebrating but i i got it i knew where we were at and yeah so. no that's cool and what's um what's the connection there coach what's the event like john suma what's the name of the event after so i i believe john suma uh was the coach when when Paul Petrella and uh you know he he had a lot of success here was a longtime coach um and so the tournament is named after him oh, and then okay you know after John Suma was a guy um there 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 was you know a couple of guys that had a short career here and then you know uh Rich Fleming was a was a longtime coach here for 22 years right before I took over so yeah okay Cool. Very cool. And um, definitely uh, another guy, another name I want to bring up and uh, a guy I get to see pretty frequently because he's in our conference now, Coach Andrew Taylor. Um, obviously big ties to Baldwin Wallace. And uh, he was a national qualifier for you early on in 2014. Uh, we were the same class. Um, so why don't you talk about him? And I mean, I mean, I'm sure you have plenty of stories about Coach Taylor and what he meant to the program, being a guy that stuck on with you. and. Um, so talk about what he meant to the program early on and, uh, you know, help build it up to, you know, where it's come to right now. You want the good stories or the bad stories? Well, uh, <laughs> I'm sure Coach Keller appreciates the good stories. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No, he, he, he turned into a, a dear friend uh, of mine. But so Andrew is one of those guys that stayed with it. He's one of, one of the six or eight guys that, that, that stayed with it. And he had, you know, he had uh, one year at Baldwin Wallace prior to me arriving. Uh, he, he was involved in my interview process and uh, he had some ups and downs and, you know, and, and this is again, not a, Andrew had a very average career until I think February 
And he was a guy I spent a lot of time with doing a lot of morning individuals. And, um, you know, it just turned into a, a tremendous leader. And we brought him on as a coach. He's just a passionate coach. He's a, he's a workhorse. And uh, he was one of those guys that um, we were able to model a certain way to, 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 to train and to behave and to, uh, and he just endorsed it and tried to model it himself as a, as a, as a leader and as a young coach. And, uh, yeah, we're really proud of him. Yeah, he's, he's, doing, doing, he's doing great things at Del Val, real good things. Yeah, I mean, obviously they didn't have Delaware Valley, and he'll tell you this too, they didn't have the day two they wanted at the regional tournament, but they were guns ablazing that day one. They actually pulled off two of the big upsets in the Southeast with, obviously, their 25 who ended up making yeah. the finals. Upset the returning All-American first round, and then their heavyweight also upset a returning All-American um in the quarterfinals as well so you can tell uh you know there's a lot of history with that program and he's trying to um you know rewrite that history and get him back to it so i respect that i respect coaches trying to build something and to continue to add parity in division three where you know there's more programs to talk about um these days and uh you know again warburg and augsburg do an amazing job we can all attest to that and it's something that us as coaches are trying to um you know, compete with and, and do better with. Um, but there's a lot of great programs in division three now um, that, that are battling, battling it out. Um, so it's an exciting time in D three um, and uh, excited to see, you know, the next few years where it's going. Um, does Bowen Wallace have any plans to put in a bid for the national championships during this next cycle? Uh, I thought Cleveland was a really, really cool venue for it. Well, you know, that will be a conversation for, for administration. I would like to see it here again. In fact, I believe it was my understanding that we pulled one in for the last bid cycle and just and didn't uh didn't get a bid. But um so my, my hope is that um administration and the so well, the last time we hosted in 18, the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission was, was a huge partner with Baldwin Wallace. Um, we were the host institution, but they did a lot of the heavy lifting along with uh, some of our key administrators here. So um, hopefully that, and that partnership, has, you know, they brought in the division one tournament um, to, to Cleveland, same with uh, the division two national tournament. So I think it's a possibility um, and I would love to see it back. So I'll, you know, I, I would love to see it back too. I, I love Cleveland first national champ in program history there. Yeah. <laughs> I could be yeah. excited every year. If, uh, I would love that. So now that, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great spot. Um, for you know the, for the D three national tournament. Um, it was like the perfect setup. It was the you know it was cool seeing the fans kind of having like that stadium seating like right above like you saw the fan sections getting into it and stuff. And uh, now you know all joking aside, I thought it was a really good spot. Hopefully, hopefully you guys will host. Uh, uh, again soon and then you know kind of hit on anthony's point before we went to the the national topic me and anthony obviously don't have haven't seen as much d3 wrestling as you and uh don't have the experience but from where we started in our college careers to now i think you can really say confidently that d3 wrestling's at a great place right now um with the with the competitiveness the parody more programs getting involved uh not being as top heavy uh can you speak on that do you, do you see it as the same way I do. I do. I think, uh, I think the regionalization 
model has, has, has been valuable in growing Division Three wrestling. Um, and I think you're seeing more and more administrators uh, understand the value and, and uh, that, that wrestling brings to campuses and appreciates it maybe even more so at, at our level than the division one and division two level probably, you know, or at least um, as equally as, as those programs see it uh, or those, those schools see it. So I think those are, but I, I agree. I, I agree with you, G hundred uh, percent. There there's, there's a lot of exciting things going on at division three and there's a lot of amazing coaches out there and there's a lot of programs you know, before we got on here, you know, we talked about Castleton. I mean, geez, you talk about there, there's a there's a lot of programs um, that are being talked about right now that are, you know, from from all across the country. That's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. That is good for wrestling. Yes, hundred um, percent. As we kind of uh, you know now wind down towards the back end of this interview, um, obviously we'll we'll talk about. What do you think about for next season? Talk about maybe some highlights for your schedule. Um, but before we get into the men's side, I'll, you do have a women's program that is is uh, in the works. Um, so can you just give us uh, as much as you can update on the women's program and, and how that's going? Yeah, we're hot and heavy in that process right now. Um, we've got some exciting things going on, right? The school wants to invest in wrestling again. They've committed to a brand new facility that will – Sounding like it's going to open um, in, in August of 2024. So there's a lot, uh, lot of excitement on campus right now. And um, But yeah, for the women's wrestling piece, I think it's, a, again, I, I truly uh, believe it's a place where women's wrestling can, can be successful. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited that the, the university is committed to that. And uh, we're, we're hot and heavy in that search process right now. And should be making an announcement, I would I would think here next week or two. So stay tuned. <laughs> Do you, yeah. So you guys compete next year? Will they compete next year or it's just recruiting year? Yeah, we, we will not compete. So just it will okay. be a year to uh recruit. Which I, I love that that I think that's the best game plan to have. Sometimes rushing into it is not the right way. You know, everyone's excited, everyone's impulsive, they want to get to it, but you gotta you gotta build the roster, you gotta make sure you have the right plans in place before you start competing it's it's not as easy as like hey throw some shoes on let's go out there and compete if we did uh-huh. i feel like a lot more people would be coaching <laughs> agree um and then you kind of mentioned in that announcement uh is this facility going to be for men's and women's a standalone facility yeah, on yeah, campus yep yeah, yep yeah, correct wow Great. awesome very 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 cool um all right, cool. And uh, let's let's talk about next season. Obviously, we we talked about all the accomplishments this year, and uh, I'm assuming, you know, the idea is to kind of build off of this third place finish and you continue to contend for a team trophy for a national title. So, where's your perspective at with that and uh, going into 2023-24? Uh, I think I think you know there's lots of reasons again to be excited about what we bring back. To, you know, that that guarantees nothing um but yeah. we bring all what we bring all of our point scores back um we, we got some guys that are um working hard to get some other returning national qualifiers back uh we are we are graduating a few and um got some holes to, to fill in the lineup but um yeah, we're, we're super excited as far as our schedule goes you know 
we always try to wrestle a competitive schedule. And um, I think, uh, trying to think here, we still got some, we still got some pieces to put together with our schedule, but, you know, always the national duels, always, um, you know, the regional national tournament, we, we, we look forward to our conference duels are always uh, important. Um, you guys going back to Gator boot duels this year? You usually go to that. You know, I was just having, uh, uh, I was having a conversation with um, Coach Zastro right before this. And, you know, I, I, I can't let this interview finish without talking about my staff. And, you know, you talk about keys to success and, well, you know, how, how we were able to, bring value to campus and surrounded myself with unbelievable coaches. These guys are incredible. And, you know, coach Zaster, he's, he's been a part of six national championships with Warburg, right. And, uh, he's been, um, you know, he's been a head coach. He, he started the Ozarks program. Right. And so uh, he, he's been instrumental in where we are now. And, um, you know, I've got some assistant, young assistant coaches that have been with me, uh, nine, 10, and 11 years, believe that or not. Yeah. So, uh, wow, that's awesome. I can't let the interview finish without, with, with, without mentioning them and giving them, uh, so, some some love, right. It's, you know, so, um, our schedule, you, you just asked me about, are we going, what the Gator boots do? Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're trying to figure that out right now. Um, it's a great event. I like it. It's doable for us because we can uh, we can drive there. It's easy. You know, Dave Mitchell does all the heavy lifting there, so <laughs> yeah, he does. It's easy screen for us coaches to enjoy. So yeah, competition's good. You get a lot of matches. You get your, uh, you know, we we were uh, we you can get a lot of uh, of your of your well, guys that you know as you're trying to figure out what your starting lineup is. You know, that's, those are great opportunities to get them some key important matches during that time of year. Yeah, you see a lot of finals too. So that works out nice for us. And we go to the North Central tournament the weekend before and we get to see, you know, obviously North Central and Augsburg and Whitewater and lacrosse. And sometimes they don't have their teams there and sometimes they do. And, but, uh, no, yeah, Gatorbrook Duels is good for the aspect too. You see a lot of teams you don't usually see. Like uh kind of like a neutral site, I guess, you yeah. know. Um, so that's good, but it changes yeah. a little bit every year. So you got some teams yeah. that are every single year uh, a constant, and then there's some teams that could work their way in and out, kind of like us. I think that was last this past year was our our third time there. Um, we've done the yeah. we've done the Vegas deal, we've done the Florida deal, we've we've gone to New York City a handful of times and just tried to wrestle some competition out there when we head that way and yeah, Try to create some experiences for our guys. No, cool. And then, um, you know, kind of hit on too uh, with your staff. Whenever I, I you know, see, saw you guys compete and stuff, it seemed like you had like, and I don't know if this is just lucky. You have like just a lot of good guys in your area, but kind of like the same model as Warburg and Augsburg, where there's a lot of you have a lot of guys on staff, a lot, a lot of different like weight classes, a lot, a lot of alumni too, still present, which it is amazing for the culture. I mean to have those kind of culture guys continue to stay there as a leadership role is amazing. So yeah, was, was that in the works or did you just, it kind of just fell on your lap like that where the guys want to kind of come back and coach. Now we're, we're super intentional about it. You know, again, just <laughs> you talk about as you, as a young coach, that's what you're, 
that's what you're paying attention to. What are these coaches doing? What are these programs doing and why? And, uh, you know, we took that model when, when I, when I was at co and, and, uh, and just, I think, you know, just having those mentors along the way, you know, obviously the on the mat stuff, the coaching, the X's and O's is important, but just those mentors that are crushing it with their careers that are, you know, could speak to their experience of what a, a, a Baldwin Wallace education and wrestling experience means to them. And, you know, look where it's got them. I think that, that, that is showing that that is proof in the product. Right. So I think those are, those are key critical things. Yeah. And, uh, by one of my final questions, did coach Zastro, did he buy you a pair of yellow pants yet? To wear? <laughs> I don't think they make them in my size. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Uh, yeah, I get asked about his dang pants more than. Uh, hey, it's a, a good look. Yeah, he's got a good. He's got a good yeah, wardrobe. He's got the the gold medal pants, man. He, you know, championship pants. You gotta bring them out. It. Jordan Burroughs has has the has the gold shoes. He's got the pants, though. So it yeah. works out. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, that is um, good. Yeah, real good. Um, but coach, just this was great, man. Really fun interview. We appreciate you, you doing this. Best of luck with the the women's search, and you know, continue to build uh, what you're building out there. And like always, we like we love competing against you guys. So looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate it, and thank you both for everything that you do. And it's uh, cool seeing our our uh, friendships grow. So appreciate it.